Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to April 3rd, 2022. This is the Sunday edition of Signal Fire. I'm your host, Tyler Not Gregson. That's two T's after the O. Not. <laughs> Ooh, man. Sorry about that. I don't know what to say because I sit alone underneath the stairs while Sarah is running errands and I try my damnedest to record these so I don't have to record them while she is here and has to be super quiet because even if she runs the water, it's loud. (laughs) So I lose my brain a little bit because we're not alone from each other very often because we work together and we're best friends and we're lovers and we're married and we travel together. And so, yeah, I get a little loopy when I'm alone. Huh. Okay. Enough of that nonsense. Today's signal fire is called Today is Stolen. And it is about, kind of, about mindfulness. And as always, there's a photo, and this time it is the photo of the Buddhist eyes, that you can usually, in a Buddhist country, find on all four sides of a building facing all of the cardinal directions to let you know that you're being watched over in a healthy, friendly, and amazing way. And there's also a third eye on those eyes because that's the eye to the universe and the mindfulness eye. It's our third eye. (laughs) This is very random. Anyways, today is another little bit of a rant. And I wanted to get into something that I have been thinking about a lot. And something that I talk about a lot on this, and it is about mindfulness, but it's not about mindfulness in a cheesy way. And and, uh, it's popular, let's talk about mindfulness way. It's more about mindfulness in a way that I have understood and cultivated over the lot of years that I've been alive, which are rounding about and nearing the corner on 41 now. Answer in the comments. Do I look 40, almost 41? I hope I don't. I mean, I don't know if that's a good, maybe 40 is the new 20, but I feel mentally and emotionally like I'm about 12. And so it's really weird to think that my body has been walking around for 41 years. Whatever. Anyways, let's get into it. Speaking of the future and the past and today being stolen, let's stop talking about being old. Um, We're going to be talking about mindfulness and we're going to be talking about the value of the present because as you know, the present is the best present or whatever that crap is that they say. Yeah, I want to get into it. It's about that. It's about some observations I've had over the last bits and I wanted to talk about them. And this is my place to talk to you beauties about them. So, and also, if you're not yet part of our little community, I would love for you to be because I want to hear your comments and thoughts. And I'm doing some fun things behind the scenes too. And you could be a part of that. It's $5 a month. (laughs) So you can do it whenever you want. Uh, Whatever. If not, it's free. This will stay free forever. So it's your call, really. No pressure. Let's get into it. Today is called Today is Stolen. And I'm going to clear my throat first. excuse me, April 3rd, 2022. Today is stolen. Let's go. 
Perhaps I proselytize too often here, preach of things I have no business preaching about. Perhaps I wax poetic about the strange thoughts that rise in me, assume that they carry more value than they do. Perhaps they are worthless, in truth, pennies dropped into the fountains I can't even see, wishing wells in the shape of you, all of you that carry my echo out into the dark. Perhaps, but I know no other way. I spill when there's too much, pour out like a dam bursting, and I only hope that the water comes, does not flood. I trust you to tell me otherwise, trust you to ring in and hit me with honesty, as what is the point without it? For now, I will keep saying what I feel, I'll keep feeling what I cannot help but feel, and I'll keep turning all of that too much I absorb into something that hopefully loosely resembles art, though who am I to know what art is? what it should be, or what it means. Today, that spilling comes in the form of something I notice happening more and more in my own life, in the lives of those I love, in the lives of the whole wide world outside my doorstep. And that noticing reached a point of filling that was too much to not empty it out. Today is that emptying, as today is so very often stolen. And I want to dive into that. <sighs> it is fair to say and you can ring in on this, that we have heard about mindfulness more in these past few years than probably ever been f ever before. Yes, that's bad. Like, I can't read, but that's what that said. It has been hashtagged. It has been insta-storied. It has been clickbaited. It's been headlined across every device we have. Now, more than ever, they say, we need to be mindful. We need to teach ourselves the skills to stay in the present and not float away into the past or worse, the fears of the future. I know you're probably sick of hearing it, <clears throat> but the thing is, there is more truth here than even I was comfortable admitting. Problem is, <clears throat> excuse me, problem is, I have noticed the unfortunate and altogether avoidable trend of losing all of our todays for yesterdays and tomorrows in myself and those closest to me and in so many people that reach out. In a sense, this essay is the fourth in the series of sorts, a series I didn't see coming and I didn't intend on writing, but I think great truths find a way to surface in ourselves whether we like it or not. The first, Born for the Dark Road, was published on the 20th of February. The second that followed that was I Am Redefining Home on the 27th, and the third was And Nothing Changes on just this recently, March 20th. They are all companion pieces to one another, little bits of advice and truth and observation to the state of things, and my simple ideas on how we might break out of those cycles that we get trapped in. What they all add up to is the idea that we are more in control of our own destiny than we may think, that we all have within us skills and abilities to not only dictate the life we want to lead, but to manifest it from almost nothing at all, if only we ask the right questions at the right times. To ask somebody to stop worrying is like asking somebody to be in a better mood when they very clearly aren't. It's effing hard. We know we want to worry less. We know we want to cheer up and not be so damn grumpy. But sometimes the pointing out of it all only pushes us further into it. No one wants to worry about the future, wants to feel apprehension or hesitation for some future event that is still a speck on the horizon. But we still do. It's natural. It's forgivable. 
It's even obvious lately, as the future hasn't been a shining beacon of safety and positivity for literally two straight years. Similarly, it's really hard to not glance over our shoulder from time to time, to regret all we've done, or even more heartbreakingly, all we haven't but should have. This, too, is natural, and I know from hearing from so many of you, so very many from this signal fire, to my social medias, to my email, that while you may know deep down that it is normal, you can't quite remember that fact, and you're far too hard on yourselves for the forgetting. Plain and simple, we lose today by worrying about the future, by glancing over those shoulders and filling our time and our energy with regret. Worry and regret are only helpful tools if, if, they help you adjust your course and avoid the same mistakes again. Anything beyond that, and they are nothing more than debilitating and frustrating specters that haunt our days. As a whole, we've all been haunted far too often, and I think it is high time for an exorcism. I have a few tips to offer up, and you can take them or leave them as you please. If you're feeling overwhelmed, inundated with fears about the future, or woulda, coulda, shouldas about the past, maybe give them a go. Maybe try something new to break out of the cycle and bring you back to yourself, to your present, to the beauty that is all around you. Here are a few. (sighs) One, start by actually committing to being more present. Too often, we think we should do something without actually making a plan to do so. Write it down, tell those around you to hold you accountable. The key here is don't be grumpy with them when they remind you to come back. They are only trying to help after all. Two, breathe, breathe, breathe. In through your nose for four seconds, hold it for six seconds, exhale through your mouth for eight seconds. Do this over and over again until your mind begins to clear. Three, number three. When you drift, and drift you will, start by returning to your own body. Feel your fingertips. Flex each muscle individually. Focus on the physical sensations that your body is experiencing. All five of them. Four. One thing at a time. See how slow I said that to really drive the point home? I know that multitasking has its place, but for this, we're going to be present in every single thing we do, one at a time. If you're doing the dishes, do the dishes. If you're eating, eat. Don't also do five other things walking around the house with your plate in your hand. Minor shifts lead to major changes. Five, most important, forgive. If you are holding anger, frustration, or sadness towards yourself or for someone else, now, right now, is the time to let it go. Move forward. The past is the past, and all we can do is change our present. We forget that changing our present changes our future. Magic, no? Six, and finally, breathe, breathe, breathe. Four, six, eight. You got this. I could go on. For ages, I could go on. But starting small is often a better predictor of success. So let us begin there. Six little tips to start you off on a new foot to step gently out of the same loops we've been wearing into our lives for years. If I could add a seventh, it'd go along with the first, 
and it would be to reach out when you need help. There is a community here now, a thriving, beautiful community of so many like-minded people. And even those that haven't started actively commenting and joining in, we see you, we love you, and that, that are more than able, more than willing, and more than ready to help. Me at the top of that list. Reach out, lean on others, and voice the hurdles you're facing. Nothing is scarier than the unknown. And while we may, oops, and while we leave them unnamed in the darker parts of our mind, they become wolves. They become dragons. Drag them into the light. Let them be known for how small they are. Let's begin today, together, more present, more connected, more free to become who we need to become and love who we have already. The haiku. Today is stolen with the thoughts of tomorrow or a backwards glance. <sighs> That's it, kids. I really meant it when I said reach out. I am always here to help, to listen to whatever you need. So please use me as a resource and use the other people in this community as a resource. And honestly, for all of those of you on the fence about joining this, that is the reason why I say, if you have an extra $5 a month, this community is the best money you can spend. There are so many beautiful, helpful, brilliant souls that are part of this, all scattered around the world. And I love how everybody helps each other. And I love it. I just love this community. I love all of these light chasers. So that's it. That's the, that's the spiel. I love you all. Don't let your todays be stolen. I'll see you next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.